So welcome everyone to the Board of Publications meeting for September 2003. Can, oh, 2023. Can you believe it's September already? Um, no. I can't believe it either. So um, I want to welcome everyone. I want to let everyone know who is a guest that I know some of you are here to talk about Mastodon and that is we're going to talk about that, but we're not going to do it right away. Um, we're going to wait until after Sharon's editor's report um, so that we can make sure that Jeff and Deb both have a chance to be here with us. Um, and Deb is here, but she's multitasking. So um, anyway, welcome to everybody. And um, did everyone receive an agenda? And does anyone have anything to add except for my little moving around of items? Okay, hearing no one. Uh, Cache, can you call the roll? All righty, Penny's here. Of course, uh, Zelda here. Cheryl not here. Not here. And Jeff here. All righty, uh, Rick Morin. Is here. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I see Sharon's here. Sharon. Yep, I'm here. And of course, Deb is dual duty. I see Katie's here, and Dan is here. Yep. Great. Okay. And thank you. You're welcome. Um. So I want to thank you for doing the minutes. Uh, Zelda and I have had a chance to talk, and she is willing to do the minutes. Uh, moving forward, so that will let you off the hook. Um, but we thank you for doing them. And um, this, uh, I guess, the next item on our agenda is approval of the minutes. Would you like to make a motion to approve the minutes, Cache? I'd like to make a motion that we uh, approve the August board minutes. I'll second that motion. Mm -hmm. um, all in favor? Aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone opposed? Okay, Please, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the minutes are approved, and thank you, Cache, and thank You're you, quite welcome. Zelda, for doing them in the future. Um, I think our next item is a public's point of view. Do we have guests? And if you're here to talk about something other than Mastodon, could you identify yourself and Tell us what you'd like us to know. All right. 508 ending in 613. You may unmute. Hello, Madam Chair. This is Jane Perry, your Cape Cod connection. Jane from Cape Cod, how are you? Thank you very much. First of all, I want to thank you for honoring my consideration. I believe it was at another meeting to have this put on community. I thank you very much because it's important to let people know what you do on the Board of Publications. I have two questions and a question from Mr. Rick. Uh, first of all, can anybody send in an article to the Braille Forum and when is the date to submit? And my other question is, I've been receiving the Braille Forum for years and I think it's a great Tool. My question is, in the back, where it lists the offices and the people that are on the boards, you have their addresses, but there's no contact information, like an email or a phone number. It used to be there. 
I know because of confidentiality. Uh, but I think that's a privacy consideration. Why can't they put that too? Because you are a public person serving the people of the ACB. Membership. Well, I'll tell you what. I think but, anyone who wants to contact anyone on our board or on our public uh, on our board of publications can call the ACB main number, and they will help anyone who wants to contact get in touch with them. I think that's fair. Um, and there okay, are email addresses on the website. Not, not, not in the actual mail form. Not in the real form. No. Mm -mm. No. It just okay. has your just has the name and their address. That's all. In your term. One that I receive. Anyways, my question to Mr. Morin is, I love your new ACB link, but I also love my ACB media. But I want to know, are you going to have a schedule out there pretty soon? So if I get up in the middle of the night and I'm bored, or if I want to listen to a cookie in the dark, I know when it's going to be on. I hope there's a schedule coming soon. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, let me finish. Let me finish your Braille form questions, and then we'll turn it over to Rick. Um, anyone can and submit an article to the Braille form. You just send an, your article to the editor, Sharon Lovering, S L O V E R I N G, at acb.org. The publication's deadline is six weeks in advance of the month of publication. So, for the in, for instance, for the October issue. The deadline was August 25th, approximately. And for the November issue, it's September 25th. Thanks, Sharon. So, Rick, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, hello, Cape Cod. This is uh, Burlington, Massachusetts speaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... Um, I mean, it's, it's a very valid question, and I'd, I'll answer it this way. Uh, part of my report tonight is going to be that we've got all of the convention podcasts loaded uh, a month earlier than we said we would do. Yay. Um, we're going to take that month and focus on things, on some things that we haven't been focused on, one of which will be the calendar. So stay tuned. Well, that's fabulous. Thank you, Rick. You're welcome. Oh, um, Cecily, Penny? does anyone else have a hand raised? Oh, Penny, this is, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, this Cheryl. Is, Welcome. This is Cheryl. I just wanted to say I'm here just so the notes You're off the bus? That I'm, I, I'm <laughs> off the bus, yes. yes. I'm, I'm, I'm at home, so that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> cool. And we're going to have no more hands at this time. Okay. Thank you, Cecily. Um, I uh, also want to thank community for uh, adding our meeting to their list. And it's really wonderful that you did that, especially since I totally forgot to send you the information on Wednesday. So Natalie and Cindy and Belinda and whoever did it, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, Sharon, I think you're up next. Uh, would help if I unmuted. <laughs> okay, let's see. Did everybody get a copy of my October report? Yes. I mean, September. My brain's already I mean, working. Came out, whatever month we're in. Yeah. <laughs> my brain's already working ahead. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I do have one thing to add that wasn't in my report. Okay. November is primarily the audio description project 
I received a list of the articles they plan to send me by deadline, and it's quite extensive. I also have a memorial piece for oral and a bunch of readers' memories that I've compiled into an article as well. Some photos that I would like to include. I propose that both November and December be 64 pages. Yeah, Sharon and I uh, discussed that online, and I am perfectly fine with that. Does anyone allow enough space? (laughs) Otherwise, uh, has anybody seen my bright red shoehorn? Does anyone have any objections to that? Um, the December issue is an e-forum anyway, so there's really no reason why it can't mm-hmm. be 64 pages. I think you're all set, Sharon. That'll be great. Do you have anything else to add? Or oh. does anyone have any questions? For those in the greater D.C. metro area, um, Oral's uh, they're calling it a visitation, will be held this Friday at the Murphy Funeral Home in Arlington. I plan on attending, and I know of at least a large handful of ACB members in the area as well. Thank you. Sharon, it's Dan. Is there anything yes. uh, particular or special you have to do to to let the vendors know that you're I- increasing the size? I'll just have to send them an email. Okay. But that they should they, they they can handle it no problem. Yes. Okay. Good. I've Thanks. worked with all three of them before, and they're fantastic. So, and I think we've been we've been uh, pretty economical all year. So, yes, that it's justified to do this in November. Um, thank you. So, I I think. Um, Our next topic is going to be the topic of Mastodon. I have been um, looking at the list all day, and it's not the first time it came up. In fact, it came up at last month's meeting, too. I know Jeff was going to look into it, and I believe he has. Um, I I am still on uh, whatever we're calling Twitter these days. I guess we're calling it X, but I'm going to get off any minute now. Um, I've been reluctant to learn Mastodon, but I understand that a lot of blind people are there, including a bunch of blindness organizations. And obviously, ACB has joined the realm of social media in the last 10 years. And uh, Mastodon is something that many of our members are interested in us joining. So... um, Anyone who is a guest, if you'd raise your hand and you want to talk about this issue, uh, we're all ears. Renee, you may unmute. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, I don't have a Twitter account. I have not had one for a long time. And uh, with uh, the Mastodon, I've never gotten a, quite a sense of what it is other than another form of a Twitter account. And so I really, um, I wouldn't know how to use it or I wouldn't know why I would need to use it when I get my information. So yeah, I'm, I'm willing to 
listen um, to, um, and I'm, I'm now that BEOP is a little bit earlier, I can join the meetings <laughs> a well, little I'm more frequently. Thank you. That's great. Um, is there anyone else who would like to respond to her question, or how about you, Jeff? Um, I, I, I don't have a, a, a response specifically to her question, except to say that Mastodon is basically a um, chief. Come here. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me shut the door here. Um, I don't. I don't have um, anything to, to comment on that, except to say that yeah, Mastodon is basically another social media platform. Um, there's been there's been some pretty lively discussion on the on the discussion list. Um, I think that that while it may not be 100% directly in the purview of the Board of Publications, because I know that there's some question about that, um, I, I, I feel strongly about us needing to be where not only blind people are, but also where sighted people are. And... Uh, X or Twitter, call it whatever you want, uh, ha ha has shown a propensity for uh, not welcoming blind people <clears throat> to the platform, and it shows in the it shows in the timeline. It it may not show in in the ACB statistics because those statistics. I have first, first of all, I haven't looked at the statistics. But there's a lot of people who are following ACB that are not blind as well. So I am not questioning that we should eliminate Twitter or X from our distribution of social media. In fact, I think that would not be wise to do so. I have opinions as to why I wouldn't want to do it, but that's not that's an individual opinion. Yeah, um, it's, it, it's irrelevant, really. Um, I, th I think that, w that one of the core core things about this organization is that we are a consumer organization driven by members and there are i don't know what the numbers are because i don't I, we haven't done the analysis but i would be happy to put up a poll and we could find out um what the interest would be if that would be interesting uh to find out you know what what, what, what the interest would be i think it would be I think that the membership would find as a whole that they would find it of value to, to be communicating, even, even if it's 200 or 500 or 1,000 or 1,500. We didn't have that many when we first started on Facebook. We didn't have that many when we started on Twitter, right? Um, uh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is there was been some discussion about tools and the fact that, that the tools that we currently are utilizing don't allow for for mastodon i proposed two solutions to that one being that we that we look at driving mastodon like we have in the past with twitter engagement with a twitter with the twitter team i know that is not what's happening today but i think it's something that we could that could be explored if the leadership chose to consider such a thing and then the other other one, which I think is even more pertinent, is that we have a situation here where our director of communications is leaving the organization in a couple of weeks. And there has to be a handoff of something. And 
whether that be Hootsuite or or Buffer, um, Buffer, which is a which is a platform which is accessible, uh, would allow for uh, posting to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I mean, all you know, basically everywhere, and including Mastodon. And Buffer also provides a fifty percent discount to nonprofits. So depending upon how many channels you have, the cost is relatively inexpensive. If you have more than three channels, it's $3 per channel. Unless you're a team, you want to, to, you want to be able to handle things as a team, then it's $6 per channel. Is it per uh, month? For, huh? Per month? Per month? Per month, per month, yeah. Now, I, I don't know how many channels we're posting to. Um, probably Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram are four. Well, the first three you get for free. Well, I think you might so, be losing people with the with the, the technical details. So I'm gonna right, 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 right. thank but, you but for still, answering other question and uh, see yeah. uh, who else has something to say on the topic. Okay, Deb? thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Deb, are you available? I heard her drop off earlier, so but I'm not sure if she's on she's, two. She's different on another call. She's, she's she um, here. As another, I'm here. I, w I didn't know that I was muted. Um, you hearing me now? Yes. Yeah, we hear you. Now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I was, uh, yeah, you know, juggling too many things. I hear you. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay. So yeah. I. You know. First of all, um, I don't have. I'm. I, I'm not here for a debate. Frankly, this is ridiculous. Um. Secondly, um, I will make a couple comments, though, and, and, and I will ask uh, Dan to make any from the perspective of staff. So um, ACB, uh, at least from, from certainly my perspective, it is not opposed to doing Mastodon or any other relevant thing, and, and we recognize, I think, the value of doing that. Uh, we have never said no. What we have said is, and I think would strongly continue to say, is that all things in their due time. So, uh, you know, I, I know there's some pressure from podcasters outside the organization and that sort of thing that ACB doesn't care and ACB this and ACB that, but it'd be great if they actually asked us about that, but it's more fun to do what they do. So I think that'll continue. Um, but it isn't that we don't care. And it really doesn't have to be a lot of members. Um, you know, I, uh, um, uh, Jeff, Jeff put out a post today on conversation that I think did not really represent ACB's um, current take on this because all of your points were kind of flat and they're not, I mean, equally looking and they're not. So I agree that smaller numbers are not the issue particularly and that numbers grow. But here are a few things that I still think are valid. Um, we currently uh, do not use and have in our, in our system, in our processes, the tools that, a tool that apparently there is only one that supports Mastodon. We have no idea how that compares to what we're doing now or uh, whether it's a feasible switch over time. Um, it is true that we will be doing something, uh, probably some interim solutions and then hopefully some long-term solutions 
to replace the um, loss of Kelly, who's been so instrumental to us in, in making our external communications and our internal communications um, a very, very sophisticated and very, very organized and meaningful in a way that they were not uh, in the same way when our volunteers were, were taking that task. And uh, no diss on volunteers because ACB depends heavily on volunteerism. So I'd be the last one as a big volunteer myself. I'd be the last one to say that we don't value that. But, but the way in which we do this now, which is in a scheduled way and a precise way, is not the same way we did the Twitter a few years ago where people just sort of posted and it didn't necessarily match what we were doing elsewhere. So I, I don't think, not that it would be impossible to do it with volunteers, but I don't think it's very vi viable. Um, one of a couple things will happen, or one of a few. Um, we will obviously uh, develop and implement a plan for uh, our communications staffing. Um, that person will be uh, continuing to manage uh, all of the things that we do or persons ever how we break this work up. It doesn't necessarily have to be as we've done it. Uh, somebody will be officially managing the social media. And I agree that when that process and staffing is in place, that it may be feasible to switch uh, providers. It, it may not be uh, that simple and it may not be that hard. And I don't think we have worked that through yet. And I don't think we will be working that through until we have the staffing in place and know what we're doing. Um, we certainly, as part of, uh, uh, Identifying those resources long term, I would certainly be encouraging uh, Dan, whose responsibility it is to do this. Uh, I would certainly be encouraging Dan to, to consider that in the range of things as they're talking with people that we might want to try to be able to do. But we are not going to completely disassemble our social media processes unless that transition is easy. So, or at least reasonably doable, not, not just for this. So, so I think, I think that the message is that we absolutely do expect to do this, but we expect to do it uh, in an organized and timely fashion, managed by staff, managed along with our other uh, social media um, uh, kind of requirements that we've built in over time. Um, I'm not going to debate whether blind people are or aren't on Twitter. I will know that, uh, I do know that we, uh, I agree that you can have people uh, on a platform who are registered on the platform and not using it and they're still technically following you and that's fine. But we actually do get a great deal of whatever it is Twitter does these days for, for the feedbacks. Um, so, uh, you know, I know in Facebook, there are things like likes and loves and all that. And in Twitter, they're kind of something else, impressions, and I'm not sure what else there. But anyway, um, basically, we, we get those. So we know that it's viable. So it's not a question of dropping uh, Twitter or X or whatever it's called. And it, it's, it is a question, though, of doing this in a, a manageable form, in an organized way, and in the timing of the other things we're doing. Um, 
I have to say, I don't know at this stage whether uh, having Kelly leave uh, creates an opportunity for this change or not, because we don't have fully in place um, our uh, longer term communications strategy. Um, you know, Dan will have some things to, to talk about that at the board meeting, but, but you know, we don't have that totally done. So we're not going to, at, at, in this time and place where we are in, um, I wouldn't want to say organized chaos, but we have a number of things going on. We have a gala coming up. We have um, really right on top of us, and we have some other things. Um, and so, um, and, and many things that that, that staffing does. So um, I think the, you know, my best recommendation on this is that that you give us the opportunity to get restaffed and uh, consider uh, whether there's a way that we can do this and we can tell you. The other thing I will tell you is that a decision to ultimately do it or not do it does not rest with the Board of Publications. It rests with, it will in this case, rest with the Board of Directors based on the recommendations of um, our um, IT working group and our um, uh, Public Awareness Steering Committee, which currently is um, on, frankly, on hiatus and has to be brought back. So right now it would come pretty much from, from the IT working group, um, of which Jeff is part. So um, at, at that point, we can do that. But we're not going to be taking it on that I can see until we have a, a, the, some of those things in place. And then as part of that, we certainly can. Um, if we decide to add a new social media, and if it's if it's not just a case of flipping a switch, if it does actually um, have an impact on workload to change it or or major decision making to change it, if it's really easy, we don't have to take that to the board. I mean, if it if it's sort of no impact on staff or no impact on finances or no impact on anything, then I think we're pretty. It's understandable that we will. Uh, and, and assumed that anything that's good for the people is good to do. If it does require more consideration, then it will come to the board of directors because it's part of our IT infrastructure. Um, the BOP is responsible for content related to any of this stuff, and if uh, and, and to oversee content. So if you don't like what we put on Mastodon, you should you know, come and talk to the BOP, come talk to the rest of us first. But, um, but, you know, ultimately, the BOP would be where we would come on that and in policies about what can be uh, put and and those kinds of things often come from the from the BOP. But the but the piece of this that will ultimately happen would be at the board level, but we're really not ready to take it to the board to make that decision um, until we um, overcome uh, the the barriers that we currently have. And I think they're the same barriers that, you know, as somebody mentioned today on conversation that a lot of other people um, are not able to, are, are not getting their favorite providers of things uh, to post to Mastodon either. And I think it's the same issue for them. Um, we all have whatever tools in place that we're using to uh, deliver uh, the messages. And um, Mastodon isn't part of most of them. So if it's such a big deal in the world, um, it, it needs to get itself in relation to the tools that, that, that organizations and business 
um, use to send out their message with. And I am puzzled as to why that's not happened unless they just don't see it as a viable long-term, who knows. But um, I, I don't need to speculate on that. I'm just going to tell you that that's how we um, anticipate doing things here. And, and I would turn it over to Dan for a second to add anything from the staff view on that. Dan, do you have anything to add? Uh, yes, I would uh, only say that, you know, at this point in time, we have had a huge hit to our, our staff. Right. I mean, if you think through what's happened here over the last uh, 13, 14 months, we first lost Jennifer Flat, who was our communications director. Uh, then we also moved Tony Stevens over to do communications and development. We lost Tony. And our one person still, I shouldn't say that, we have Sharon who does an amazing job yeah. with the Braille Forum and is part of the communications team, as well as Rick, who supports, um, you know, our ACB media network. But the two kind of social media presence for our communications, putting together our communications strategy, coordinating uh you know, our approach throughout the, the whole network mm -hmm. of communications has been Kelly Gask, and now we've lost Kelly. And so to be totally frank with you, what is your interim executive director I'm looking for right now over the next few weeks is just to find somebody in a stopgap measure who can come in as a contractor and keep our existing social media right. presence uh, afloat to mm -hmm. be totally yeah. honest with you and so we we also have an adp an ad awards gala mm -hmm. that is less than two minutes uh, two months from well, right <laughs> two minutes two from now two yeah. minutes but right at two months from <laughs> from going uh mm -hmm. going live with all kinds right. of work that has to be done there mm -hmm. uh i've had daily conversations with kelly she's putting together an entire list of all the functions that she provides right now which are in so many different places because kind of kelly has grown up uh inside of acb for the last eight years and you know there's a number of things uh, according to eric kelly was the swiss army knife of ACB. exactly so, <laughs> so see, yeah. whether it was graphic design or you know uh putting together, helping put the applications together for the DKM committee or the new mentoring committee or whatever, you know, right. she's, she's played a lot of different roles and we're trying to work as a staff to just make sure we have our bases covered. So I think that's where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think at this moment in time is the time to entertain new new work uh, related to social media. But that, as Deb says, that doesn't mean that that's not the ultimately will be the answer. Um, I think in times we can get ourselves in trouble if we, um, there's investment to do these things, investment in tools, investment in staff time. And we just have to make sure that this is the right uh next investment for us to make Thank at a you. point when we're really resource uh, strapped. So mm -hmm. 
Yes, we're, that's, we that's ultimately, as the staff, we're here to serve our members and our board. So what, whatever mm -hmm. we're directed to do, we will do or tried to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, is there anyone on the BOP who has anything to add or is there anyone else among our guests who has anything to add? Oh, Renee has raised her hand again. Let's take the new hand. Renee, we'll come back to you. Uh, Michael, you may unmute. Is this Michael Babcock? It is. Hey, Michael. Thank you for coming. Hey, no worries. I just, as I had spoken on last uh, Board of Publications, um, I, first of all, I want to acknowledge Deb and Dan. I completely understand the complicatedness of being able to navigate and make everyone happy, and, and especially when you have a staffing shortage. Um, I, I just want to, as a member of the organization in a couple of different capacities, express my uh, desire that this is something that once, you know, it is worthwhile looking at, we highly consider, even if that does include um, Jeff's suggestion of working with volunteers, at least to get something up or what I had intentionally, what, what, what I had intended on doing in the past was helping affiliates who were interested in setting their own mastodons up if they were interested, mm -hmm. and then the national comes through and they can um, mm -hmm. And I yeah. get the, and I get that that that's something that hopefully at some point could happen. And yeah, just and you can do that. Wait, you know there is no reason why you can't help affiliates set up their own. That seems like a lot of work, um, but it, but you know that that would help people get uh, trained in uh, the user side and. Um, you know, you could um, have, I don't know what the terminology is for Mastodon, but if affiliates had difficulty generating their own content, y'all could retweet content to each right. other. Sorry to, sorry to use that word. I'm sure that's not the right word, <laughs> I, I, but you know I what a, I mean. <laughs> real quick, Deb, I just want clarification, though. I can do that, but I cannot use ACB.social. That's correct. correct. That's correct. That is correct. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you certainly can do. You know, the affiliates are independent entities, and and I and I say this, I I say this to the affiliates all the time when they tell me they want me to take care of them, but you know that's not my job. And so, um, and so basically, um, you know, I I encourage affiliates to have Facebook presences, to have. Uh, X presences, if that's relevant to them, if they think it is, um, Mastodon presences, e presences, email presences, all the things that they have and are doing uh, are good. So if we had an affiliate or two, I would recommend kind of limiting this a little just to get yourself not overwhelmed because people, um, I know that some of you find this technology is fine, but it's actually a little unusual i think um and it doesn't make it unlearnable but you know it, it is not it's not super straightforward so so i think i think that it would be uh helpful to help people um if they wanted to get that started or if they wanted to use yours uh why not you know um and and affiliates are always free to to do that and and you know i think you guys have provided some uh 
uh, resources in main menu for that if you wanted to provide, uh, you know, Zelda is always looking for content for the editors uh, forum that we have uh, once a quarter, uh, you know, I'll volunteer her for that. She doesn't have to do anything. She just has to let you in. Um, so, but seriously, um, I, I'm, this is not about not support. This is about timing and resource. I think, I think, oh, um, <clears throat> yeah. there, there was there was a comment about my post that Deb had made about it being flat, and I and I was just rereading it, and I think that almost every single point that Deb made tonight was actually expressed in that email. Yes, but not they're not at an equal level, Jeff. They're not, they are and, not and, and I never said they were. I and, never said but, they were. Please yeah, and I'm not me, debating that. Me, I'm please, just please, saying that I want to. You called me okay. out. I have a right okay. to respond. Please. Okay. 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 All right. Let's move on. I want to respond to Renee. Um, yeah. Um, certainly, there will be training um, if Michael starts helping people sign oh, up yeah. for for um, Mastodon. Then there will, will certainly be training on the community. I know that just recently, the uh, Florida Council of the Blind had a an hour long training session on how mm -hmm. to get involved mm -hmm. with Mastodon. So yeah. it's all over the place, and we will advertise yeah. that because yeah. that's one of the things the Board of Publications does is yeah. we help people access the information that we share with you um does anyone else have anything to add i would just say it's i think that as far as i can tell all of us on the board of hope publications would urge acb to move forward and we understand where you're coming from uh, we're part of that coming from group as well and uh mm -hmm. i think it's great that the members felt that they could come to us with an issue that's important to them and it's important to us too so mm -hmm. thank you. Penny, this is Zelda. And, you, Zelda. and I just I just want to mention something that I think Jeff had mentioned in, in his um, post today and, and maybe several others too. We really have to consider who it is we want to be um, communicating with. You know, is, is this an external thing? Is it an internal thing? Mm -hmm. You know, a reach. And, and with any communications, you, you, you weigh that and go, um, how are we reaching this group of people? You know, and, and that, that is something I think we just need to, you know, throughout this whole process, and it, it looks like it's going to be a process, um, you know, we, we, I just want to mention that, that I think that's an important point to remember. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It is. Regina, uh, in particular, made some very important points in that whole area where, you know, she said we're, we're an organization that wants people to know who we are, what we do, and we want to recruit members, and Mastodon may well be just another tool for doing those things. So, mm -hmm. uh, Do we want to move on, or does anyone have anything to add? Okay, I don't hear anybody, so we're going to move on to Braille Forum themes. October has already gone to press. Is that right, Sharon? I think that's that what is you're... correct. Yes. November is going to be about the uh, audio description and also um, Thanksgiving. December has been adopted by the International Relations Committee. Um, and, you know, the themes do not take up the whole issue. They are a theme for an issue, but other articles are certainly welcome. In January, we're looking forward and we're also looking back. Um, and I'm sure somebody's going to write about Louis Braille, as we always do. Um, 
February. We were thinking last month that um, 2024 is an election year. Voting is going to be important to everyone. The earlier we tackle those topics, the better. And so certainly that's the theme we talked about and approved for February. And this February is also Black History Month. And uh, American, Black History is American History. And Black Civil Rights are American Civil Rights. So we can expand that topic however we would like. Uh, do we want to talk about March, April, and May? Or do we want to wait until next month, guys? Um, I could I could say something about March because um, ACB women they were interested in having March again because it's International Women's History Month. Great, um, and and MCAC is interested in having April. Thank you. Oh, that's so wonderful. Thank you, Cheryl. Yeah. Awesome. Let's talk about the blog. Is Anthony here? Cecily, can you tell? I don't see. Okay, thank you. Um, so, member at the mic, uh, Katie, were you able to get Jamaica Miller's interview up today? It is actually going up as you are having your lovely meeting tonight. It will be up on the blog when the meeting <laughs> That's is finished. fabulous. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think the next person that Anthony was going to interview was Cecily. And I think that's happened. Um, so it seems to me, I listened to the interview with Jamaica and I truly enjoyed it. It was just wonderful. I encourage everyone to listen to it tomorrow when you open up your computer. Um, so I know that Denise is very pleased about Anthony uh, doing the scholarship interviews. And I know that he has reached out to one person uh, to do the first of those interviews. Um, we had talked about working with Kelly to um, share those particular blogs with the college newspapers and the hometown papers of the scholarship winners. And if Kelly is not here, I'm not sure who we were going to happen to to do that but anyone who wants to help with that process i think it would be well worth doing i would like to um just back up just a little bit before we go on to the scholarships um because i know we've had a lot of conversation about the member on the mic um uh, definitely trying to clarify get a solidified process um a solidified uh we know the team now is uh anthony and lisa and tim uh, but the goal is again to get um an expanded team that's going to be able to handle that work for the long term and we talked about that now again i still say i don't see the need in us thrusting in another project that's going to create double the work um with the scholarship spotlight not that it's not a good idea um because you could still to me uh even if you feature the same scholarship winners it could fall up under member of the mic it just be like a, a scholarship edition but to create it and say that we're going to be posting monthly for member on the mic and then monthly for the scholarship spotlight that is still presenting double workload and that needs to be considered before we just 
breeze over it and brush over it. And that may be fine with everybody. But again, I'm just still stating my voice and um, my opinion on that matter. And I know I'm just one person on the BOP. I would love if others would chime in. If not, then it will move on as proceeded. But again, to continue to just do both of those with not having a solidified process is not a good idea. And we uh, volunteered to walk through that process with Anthony, but he didn't walk us through the process. We He invited us into a recording um, to which I already knew what the recording process because I sat in on the very two. It's about walking through the total process. That total process is the selection of those who are going to be interviewed, the recording process, the inter- the editing process, and the transcription process to the publishing process. Those are the four components of a uh, member on the mic and getting it uh, from, from um, interview to publishing. And that's what needs to be solidified for member on the mic before um, we just get ourselves thrust into this scholarship spotlight. And again, it's not that it's not a good idea. I'm just voicing my opinion. Thank you. Well, your your objections have been heard. Um, I know that you and Cheryl and Anthony and uh, maybe Tim uh, and Lisa, maybe. I know you all met. Uh, Cheryl, I just, I, I just said meeting. I just said that and we met with Anthony. That you listened to the, uh, <laughs> she explained she listened to the interview. I knew that the next step was to move it on to Tim for the editing. Um, And Anthony had said that he has a a, a continuing list of people for interview and that anyone in ACB can contact him and add to that list. Does anyone else have any objections to our moving forward with member at the mic or the scholarship winners? I know that the scholarship winners were discussed at the scholarship committee meeting and that Denise was extremely pleased and that the process has already started. The process Penny, this is Katie. Last Thank meeting, you. our last meeting. That's what I'm saying. If we're giving some direction, the process again was started before the last meeting, then it was brought to us. There has to be some type of order. It doesn't seem like this is in order order now that may work for some but i'm just saying for clarity and understanding of processes if we allow that with this then you might as well allow that with mastodon and everything else i'm just saying um this is cheryl yeah i think one of the things we talked about last time and it hasn't happened is that we were going to write down sort of the process that cache has articulated um and also I mean, maybe part of the issue is that we want to define the criteria for selecting members for to be members for the member on the mic. Um, And because I know we did talk about at some point, Anthony would step away. Right. And so the question and and I, I don't think we have an answer for this is like, okay, what happens when he steps away, um, and that is the whole problem. It's it's it's. it's the, whole I think that was the point of the ad hoc committee that Cheryl and Cache and Anthony were involved in. Right. So I mean, so I think I mean Cache. If if you're I do if you're okay with this, I think our next step should be to set up a meeting with Anthony 
and to sit down and sort of articulate um, criteria for selecting members um, to be interviewed so we know what that is um, and then to talk about um, you know how I suppose the other part is how does somebody become part of the current team so if if and and you know learn from Anthony like what's his timeline you know is yeah. it is it three months is it six months is it yeah. tomorrow um so I cache is I that think he, like, I think he needs to I think he needs to just um complete what he stated he he was supposed to write down his steps the steps of that process and put it in the Dropbox. That would be the first thing to happen so that, because it doesn't matter to me or uh, how it's done. It just needs to be somewhere noted so that we are on one, one, on one accord as to uh, what, what, what his steps are and what protocols are that we feel like need to be put in some type of editorial standards in that process. Cause right now okay, it's just so very disconnected. So I, 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 let me just say this. Um, if I'm remembering from our last meeting, um, I'm the one who's supposed to have written it down, not Anthony. Okay. No, Anthony, so, said, Anthony said that he would, and then you said, well, I will jot down something. But Anthony initially said that he would do it. Well, I can think, you, I, think I, will, I will reach out to Anthony and, and get some information from him and put a document in the, Dropbox and Cache, I'm asking you, are you willing to set to have us set up a meeting with Anthony, you, me, and Anthony, because we're this ad hoc committee, to walk through that process and to then come up with like tangible uh, timeline and to maybe come up with some criteria for identifying additional, you know, how how like how can additional people get involved? Are you willing to do that? I and said that I would be, I said that I was willing the last time. Okay. So, so <laughs> it's just making will, sure that it happens. And so I, like I said, it's, we need to make sure that it happens, not okay. coming in with misguided. So I will reach out to you, Cache and to Anthony and try to find a time when we can all meet and get this done. And Thank so, you. but by the, October meeting or prior to the October meeting, um, we will have a written document that we will bring Let's say by to the, the November meeting. Let's say by the November meeting to be okay. realistic. All right, thank you. Okay, by the November thank meeting, you. we'll have November a document time. that we will bring back um, in, in this is member on the mic. BOP. That's still Does any other uh, BOP member have any, uh, any comments on the blog? This, this is Katie. I have a comment. I'm not BOP, but I yes. wait. No, go ahead. You're definitely no, here. Katie. Go ahead. Zelda, go ahead. Well, I, I, I just, my comment's really silly. Um, I think Anthony has had the process in his mind. It just hasn't been written down. And okay. so I think it's wonderful that you guys are going to get together and get it down on paper. You know, so um, like you said, it could be transferable at that time. Um, my other question is, I've always been slightly confused. Is it is it members at member at the mic or on the mic or uh, we we refer to it first one way and then the other. Um, so I, for I'm all not time, the person to ask what's 
Stay tuned for the report. They'll have it in the report. Anthony has always said, "Member on the mic." So I think it's on the mic, but I'm not sure. Okay, it is. It's my fault. I I I kept going back and forth. That's okay. Now that I'm taking minutes, I just wanted to get it in there correctly. Before before we go to Katie, I just want to say I think it's great that we write down the process. I don't think we need to over-bureaucratize anything that the Board of Publications does. There is no breaking of rules here. We all do the best we can. We all cooperate, and we all want the same good things to happen. So, We've been saying hey, that, but it doesn't seem to be say? happening. And I'm just saying that it hasn't seemed that that has been the process. That's why we're still constantly talking about this member on the mic, because we haven't been on the same page. So, Katie? <clears throat> Um, yes, so just a little bit on the the blog side of things. So when we when a post is made to the blog, um, there are, are things called categories and tags. And without getting into the weeds for the purposes of this meeting, um, what we can do to kind of go back to Cache's thought about, we can still keep the member on the mic um, category that we have on the blog and just add an additional tag that would say scholarship recipient or that would be scholarship. wonderful so, so that's not difficult so i just wanted to throw that in as part of the blog so i um i have no say in these processes anymore but i um would just say that i think as much can be done in one process the the better and so so having a scholarship recipient go up as a member on the mic blog is not a problem at all. I think it's an excellent thing. I think it'll really promote our scholarship program. And uh, I think that's a really good thing. I know that's what Denise thinks as well. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate your getting up Jamaica's uh, blog and uh, all your help. And um, I know you're not going to have Kelly to help anymore. And so I don't know what I can do to help, but just call on me when you need me. <laughs> Um, Penny, this uh, we, is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, I think kind of back to the the process uh, discussion. I, I, I agree; it's wonderful to actually write things down because <laughs> we're we're learning this more and more. Once you kind of institutionalize things, then you move them from people's minds onto a document that somebody can hopefully pick up and use in the future when maybe that person's wins the lottery and moves to Tahiti or wherever, you know. So I think it is really valuable. And I would think, and it sounds to me through these different processes, it's Anthony who understands it, but then probably the process step of uh, editing that involves Tim, Tim may be the right person to, to provide mm -hmm. that information. And then Lisa for the transcripts as you go along. And then I thought the other thing that you all discussed last meeting was that this was kind of time limited from Anthony and team. And part of the the goal here was to find not only the next Anthony, but the next Tim and the next Lisa. So you could have some redundancy. So if, you know, so you can keep the, you know, members mm -hmm. on the mic going when somebody else has a conflict yeah. and can't participate. So I think that's really important as you build this out is mm -hmm. before you, I like your idea of continuing to just maybe add some scholarships into members on the mic where you're not creating a whole new 
platform, mm-hmm. but maybe you you can build some redundancies in there that could make you sure that you can, you know, right. keep it going yeah. into the future. Yeah, it certainly makes sense. I mean, obviously, we need a rubric, rubric for how things happen, mm-hmm. um, and we also need to think about the future. I know Anthony already has an extensive list of potential interviewees, and I'm sure he would love to have anybody's suggestions for adding to that. And certainly, um, we're always happy to have people help us with all of our projects. So, thank you, Dan. And, I appreciate that. As the ad hoc committee is doing this, um, Lisa doesn't have to be the only one doing the no. transcription. You know, we we had discussed, I don't know, quite some time ago that, you know, I, I know I did one. Um, you there's there's others of us that can are, do that so she doesn't have to you know be and at the moment she wants to do it and if she wants to we really appreciate that's it. great oh yeah that's great Very um good. so we also have blogs that are not interviews and not recorded um and we need somebody on the bop to take uh the month of september in case hopefully we'll get some written submissions just to check them out for editorial reasons who would like to adopt the blog for September? Um, I can take Lee. Okay. And um, I can be second if you want. Um, and uh, for October? I can take the lead in October. Thank you. Um, and I'll be second in October. Thank you, Carol. Okay, then that's taken care of. Uh, we do need to recruit writers, and I um, remember that last time someone said that the blog is a great uh, venue for affiliates to recruit members and share with ACB and with the public at large what we do and what they do, what their plans are. So I'm going to go to uh, Zelda's editor's meeting on Friday Actually, um, it'll it'll be next Friday. I found that not um, this Friday, my, oh, my presenter. So it'll be the fifteenth instead okay. of the eighth. Yeah. Thank you. So I'll go to the meeting and talk up the blog and see if we can get other people to contribute. And Cheryl, you had some questions about maybe getting some training on about how to manage a blog. Are you, are you still thinking about that, or you want to bring it up next month? Um, I I think. Maybe just putting it out there for us to think about, because um, I'm wondering, you know, maybe if we provided some sort of training on, like, how to write for the, a blog, like, you know, so that so that people so that their articles can get noticed, things like that. Um, maybe that <laughs> could excite a few people, and and then we idea. could have a little group who would be willing mm-hmm. to sort of write. Maybe we can do a community call or something. Um, yeah. I used to write for a blog. I used to work for a company called Getting Hired, and they had a blog. And the point of the blog was to really excite people about hiring people with disabilities. And I was told to make the blogs as controversial as I could because <laughs> I, we wanted to generate discussion and we wanted to generate interest. And I didn't. I never thought that was a bad thing. Uh, I remember once I read a blog about uh, non-driver car, driverless cars, which now seem to be coming true. Um, I read a blog about uh, that guy, Dan, Dan something from the the guy that does the um, 
he clicks like a bat to find his way around. I remember I wrote, oh, wrote a book. Dan, 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 I forget his last name. Yeah. Anyway, so controversy is not a bad thing. Uh, so, well, uh, Zelda, do you have anything else to add about your meeting? It's next it's yes. Friday the 15th. Yes, I do. And the subject, uh, we arrived at our last editor's gathering, um, and that was, there was some discussion about um, how to get your newsletter on NFB Newsline as another format. And um, that's the reason we're postponing it from this Friday until next Friday is um, the editors from the Michigan affiliate. Um, they have successfully done that and they're going to share how they did that uh, and the, the process they went through to get that accomplished. That will be so, so interesting. Oh, and that they go through every time because it's a pain. <laughs> yeah, so Ohio we does it and, too. It is uh, quite the process. It's, it's a process. So, oh Katie, you you know some of how that works. Maybe if if you could add to that discussion, when I put out, um, mm -hmm. you know, the invitation, um, I'm going to ask for anyone who's had any experiences, um, negative, yeah. positive, whatever, <laughs> you know, uh, to to come and and share, and then people decide whether it's worth the battle or not. Um, but anyhow, that's that's what we're going to talk about, and um, so we're we're excited about that. And then, Katie, I didn't know for sure since you are an editor. Um, were you? Did I dream it, or were you willing to set up the Zoom call and kind of? Yes, as, as I'm happy know? to happy to do that if you want. That so. would be perfect. Okay. Um, yeah. Very good. And what time is it? 8.30 Eastern? It's 8.30 Eastern, and that'll be on okay. September 15th. All so, right, I'll get that And done. if there's ever a time she can't do it, I, I can do it for you. So Perfect. Because I'll be I the backup. I'd rather be the backup, but I do have, <laughs> yes. yeah, I, ha I can do that easily. So I'd be Thank you, ladies. Anytime. I appreciate yeah. that. Okay. Do we advertise the Do we advertise the editors meeting on community, or is it only no, for? No, we editors? don't. We just do. No. you know the editors are special. Yes, very <laughs> much. We're very special. special people. Yes. Yeah, and and yeah. they have a very daunting job. Um, and yeah. and uh, yeah. So they're overworked. Um, if they're if anyone wants overworked. to be a part of that exclusive uh, group, yeah. they can just become. You can an pay. We, we pay. <laughs> Blood, tears. Large <laughs> volunteer, large gifts committee. Um, say um, so. The other piece of that is just to think about. Um, I have trouble picturing. I don't mean to be negative, but I do have trouble picturing that a lot of them are going to want to write for the blog. They're struggling to get anything I for their own. Know, so here's what I want to also suggest, though. I mean, I have an upside to this. Um, uh, I wonder if are you looking through their periodicals? If anything that they do actually have that's a periodical or or that that has content like that. You can't get it really from their podcasts, but but you know what about anything that they do uh, do because that's real recognition for them. If you could take anything um, of their articles or anything and and use them if they're appropriate really for the blog, like, I like that idea. I, um, I love that idea. Yes. Yeah. If if at our meeting and when we get together, uh, we ask for. Um, you know that that we are we will be kind of 
uh, lurking and and looking yeah. at their at their newsletters because we're interested in what's going on, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and then you know we'll we'll try and select on occasion, um, yeah, one that we'd like to put on our blog. But also ask them to highlight, like if they, you know, yeah. I mean that engages mm-hmm. them in this so that they're also yes. looking, like if they oh, get absolutely. something, yes. can we, you know, that would be and, universal. And I just think that would be such they would they would love that they would really oh, yeah. love that. Oh yeah, and, and anytime so you can write once and publish twice, it's a good. Oh, thing. there's yes. always <laughs> that. Yes, 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 yes. Always, and always. actually, for the podcast, technically, we could if they have if they have them linked, mm-hmm. we could link to their podcast and write sure. a short summary about it. So so that's that is yes. an option too. And the too. ones that do, most of the ones, not quite all, but most of the ones who do have podcasts are actually linked up on our podcast, so it's real easy for us to link to them. Oh, that's cool. cool. Okay. Very well, we'll talk about that at Zelda's meeting. Thank you. That's, oh. Those are great ideas. So the next item on our agenda is the ACB annual budget. Um, and we're not going to make any decisions tonight, but we need to start thinking about it. So as you all remember, there was a resolution which was adopted in 2022 uh, to make all 12 issues of the Braille Forum available in Braille. There was not enough money for that last year. I do not think the stock market has improved a lot this year, and so I doubt that there's enough money for that again this year. But we need to think about ways to honor this this request and this intention of our members, not only for BRL, but for all of our members who read Braille. Um, so we could think about, um, we can find out how much it would cost to do 11 issues. We could talk about page count. We could do fewer issues, maybe eight or 10, check on how much that would cost. So, um, in the interim, I want Sharon, if you wouldn't mind sharing again the statistics with how much it costs to produce a 48-page magazine in Braille, a 64-page magazine in Braille. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm not uh, – I'm going to have to dig for that. But um, Nancy has set October 10th as the deadline for budget requests. Well, our meeting is on October 3rd, so we'll – so, okay, let me see if I can find that. Hold that thought for a couple of minutes. Okay. Um, and um, and we, we should talk about this on the list if we can. I know we're all busy. Yeah. I know we all have too much email. And I'm not only talking to Sherry, I'm talking to all of us. But if we could kind of think about it, at least on the list, so that we're prepared to be prepared when we come in October to um, make some real recommendations. I think that would be great. Does anyone have any questions or anything to add? I'll just add a couple things for you, Penny. So we, Penny and Katie and I met yesterday and we went over a little bit of this. And um, um, there are some different ways you can slice the pie for if you want to make a request and um, making a request doesn't mean that it will happen but I suggested really strongly making the request for you know how sometimes they tell you well request it all and they'll whack you back well that won't happen Um, the the budget committee and the board are not gonna now sometimes when you ask for something 
and and it's obvious you're just asking for an amount and it's not based on something uh, they might whack you back like so you say i would like uh, i'd like 10 million dollars for my conference speakers um and and they say uh no you know we're only giving you 5 million so um does that be enough cheryl you think that'd be enough for you guys so seriously um the uh the seriously the but they they will do that um you know they they will give you what they have but when you ask for something that is funded you know that is that is based on a budget that you would have to create so in other words it costs this to do that then they're either going to do it or not do it they're not going to be able to spend the time to sort of try to recalculate it all and and do that so i it, it unless you so the the more you ask for the more chance you get of not getting it i mean that's just the logic right so right. if you want to go for the gusto and keep being turned down you know that that is your option i'm not going to tell you you can't do that but but my suggestion had been that there were a few options that were obvious um, and and we sort of worked on some of that math a little bit uh, coming in, but basically the right now you have six issues at forty eight pages, and what if you went to for example eight issues still at the forty eight pages, but then that would leave you four issues at sixty four instead of six issues at sixty four. So if you did that um what would be the cost and i don't mean the dollars in this case but what would be the cost to the magazine like you know there are some months that uh sharon is kind of pulling teeth to to get have enough material and there are some other times when we have tons of material um and we have leftovers and we don't have leftovers and we have columns that we have had for hundreds of years but do we really is this the appropriate place for them or is there a better way to do it or the only way to do it or um you know because of the type of readers who really read this magazine would you want to mess with any of that maybe not you know i don't know so so there's that there's this there's this the eight at 48 as opposed to six at 48 there's you know there's there's other possibilities you were entertaining a discussion on the list about going for example to to 10 issues period um you know and if you did that then you might make your four your six issues 64 instead of 48 and make all the issues you know 64. but katie and i when we met with brl um and we did explore some diff just different thoughts with them in terms of what they might settle for less than 12. um they were more interested in more issues than they were the size. Now, they're not the whole membership or anything, so we haven't done that kind of a poll. But but they were more interested in uh, in the number of issues that that mattered more for them. And so, for example, they didn't care if if I thought we could get to 48 pages at 12 issues, they were OK with that. So that would be a large chop on your magazine. That would be uh you know what would that be the the difference there 16 16 pages times six i mean you know that's a pretty big chop on the magazine so 
you might not want to do you might not want to ask for that but but that's what they would have that's what they would have gone for so um just to know that that you're probably uh in terms of helping them feel better you're probably better at to go for more issues less pages if less pages was what you needed to do people we want to please yeah the other piece of this is that um we are prepared to go ahead and do our survey of members to see if we can shift anyone over but um uh, that wants to but the other piece of this is that we have learned that there's a pretty significant number of non-members who are receiving the hard copy issues. And I know that things have been, huh, this all happened and then and then Kelly, Kelly's probably leaving because she didn't want to deal with this issue, right? That's probably the real reason. Um, because immediately after we discovered this and started having this conversation, Kelly put in a resignation. So I have to just assume. Um, but anyway, seriously, the, um, the uh, whole thing is that, um, uh, we do have maybe 10% of the Braille readers, and I forget the percentage of the large print recipients, but it's it's higher than that. Um, so um, one of the things that we, um, uh, and I know that Kelly uh, is going to uh, kind of work through with Sharon how how that's occurring or what where that's coming from or you know how that's sort of happening and they'll tell us about that later. But um, in the meantime, one of the things that um, uh, I think we could do, which could reduce it, would either reduce our expense or increase our membership, both of which are desirable, um, you know, t to happen. Uh, is that we could send out a letter to those individuals that show up as not being members and indicate with them to them that, you know, our records indicate, so we're not going to tell you we know you're not a member. There could be something wrong somewhere. Our records indicate that you're, you know, not currently a member and, uh, you know, would you like to be uh, so that you could continue receiving the paper copies of the braille forum ever how many we do um or you can be added to the email list if if you don't you know choose to join um but uh that would either gain us a few members or it would uh reduce some of our cost and then make your deficit between what you do for the pages etc you know a little less so um those are those are kind of factors that we can also um we can also apply to this. And we can share the statistics with you and we can talk about all these options online. Right. In the next mm -hmm. yeah, I found the numbers. Oh, oh the, 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 the pricing numbers for pages. Yes, yeah. I'm sure I saved that too, but yeah. I've, I've got a question. Um, I'm kind of confused because we had talked some time ago that when it's an electronic copy, mm -hmm. we were going to bump it up to 64 and yet August was electronic and we had 49. We got um, all the content we had, right? Oh, well, yep. then that answers that question. Yeah, see, that's yeah. the nice that's thing about the, the that's the nice thing about the e forum is you just do you what do you whatever. have. Whatever, yeah, just deal with up what to sixty four. Yeah, yeah, yep. okay. October is sixty because okay. that's all we had. Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So we can't we can't fabricate it. <laughs> no, no, we can't. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Just just was confused about that because I was thinking, why are we keeping that at forty? You know. 49? Yeah. No, I saw that and I said, well, that that's bears out Sharon's comment about the fact that we don't always have yeah. the same amount of content. July and August are really true. Typically, August is hard. August. Those is are very hard. Yeah. 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 Yes. They're on vacation. They're out of the office. And Jim, July is very hard because we're also busy yeah. with business yeah. convention. Yeah. Yeah. The summer is. I mean, yeah. A lot of organizations just don't publish their magazine in the summer for that sort That's of reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Even for Reader's Digest combines July. Oh and my goodness! Do they really? Oh <laughs> yes. no! Well, if they do it, yeah. <laughs> so you have sure. lots of options, and you know, I, I for how you handle this, or, or whether you don't do anything, or I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to do that. I but but I I think you have some different possibilities, and I do think that we might be able to save some money by sending out a note to to people who are um, not members who are receiving the paper copies. I certainly don't care how many people get email, but so paper Katie copies. And I are going to try to meet with Sharon you, uh, when it works for both you and Katie. So uh, we'll do that in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Just anyway, talk about that letter in particular. Um, Thank you. So my Latin teacher used to say, time is fugiting, and so it's time for rest. <laughs> Can you talk about ACV Media for us? And thank you so much for getting all those podcasts up. We're very excited. Well, good. Hi. Hey. Um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about podcasts. Podcasts, uh, in my mind, you know, is a, major major communication channel we have uh with our members and and with the outside world um have some interesting numbers you know already in terms of uh, how many listens we've had of convention stuff and i'll go over that in a minute but just a uh, couple of statistics that i find interesting we have we have 149 podcasts that we've generated from convention Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to increase a little bit more. So 149. Um, anybody have a guess on how many hours of content that is? Oh, my goodness. It should be 1.25 times 149, except for the general sessions. No, no well, <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're, you're onto something there, Deb. Yeah, I thought it's, so. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> what it's like one and a half. Well, whatever yeah. it is. It's 208 hours. Okay. So wow. for members that are complaining, they don't have enough to uh, enough podcasts to listen to. <laughs> yeah, um, if right. someone wanted to listen to the entire convention, it would take <laughs> them eight 24 hour days plus an, an additional 16 hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. All of your ears, you know, especially Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> so the convention was long and there's kind of no disputing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, on 149, uh, and, and, and that's with some sessions that we weren't able to we get lost. recorded. So, right. so we're probably looking at 165 was a real number of, of events mm-hmm. that occurred, which mm-hmm. is, pretty pretty high i think that's higher than what um you know the um the in-person conventions had been 
So I think yeah, I think you're right. I think sure. there were like 135 or something, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got 17 podcast feeds that we put all this uh, content into. Because if we dumped it all into one podcast feed, it would just overwhelm uh, people. And and having them over 17 is confusing, too. Mm-hmm. So what we did uh, this year to help people find stuff was you saw a directory that got published last week. Excellent. Uh, Excellent directory. It's very fun to look at. Yeah, thanks. And, and, and you know, playing what, with, it, you know. Yeah, what 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 seems to work for me anyways, and I think will work for most people is yeah, uh, if if you know when something occurred at the convention, you know, the day or the the day and time, whatever, with this directory you can find stuff very, very easily. Um, there's also it's also broken out so you can look at each individual feed and once you get a sense of of what kind of content we're putting in each individual feed, you can find stuff that way as well. Um, there, uh, we put a new podcast feed out there this year. Um, Deb asked us to, and, and that was for guide dogs. So that, that'll, that should make some people happy. Yes. It'll make GDY very happy. <laughs> well, it, you know, it, 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 made it didn't it a lot fit of, anywhere. It, it, it really made, helps. It, yeah. Made it a lot easier for us. It's like, where do we put this stuff? Yeah. And, yeah. Because yeah. that was one of the problems was that guide dogs, it wasn't, I got teased a little about, you know, this because of, that's my special interest affiliate, but that really wasn't how this happened. Um, the, it's a really good example of something that each one you might be able to put into some category, but then you've got them spread all over kingdom come And if you are a guide dog user, how do you find them? And I have spent a lot of hours in the past years helping guide dog users look for those podcasts. (laughs) So I said this year, let's gather them up. And, you know, really we, when you boil these, some of the others down, they are, they aren't named quite as specifically, but they are also pretty reflective of particular groups, uh, particularly like ADP and, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, I, but I, I thank you for doing the guide dogs. That saved me a lot of time. So I have actually a question, um, and it's probably the wrong place to ask it, but I'm going to. Um, how does one, if one is going to do a community call, like GDY is thinking of doing, making the blessing of the guide dogs into a community call because people mm-hmm. could not listen to it. How can we? They can now. We, we have wanted, it. We have it as a podcast. If we wanted to. If we wanted to do it, make it an event and have it streamed, how would that, we do that? It's a community request. It's That's just a regular community city. call. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Rich, you have uh, anything? And and, and pretty much everything that's streamed get made gets made into podcasts. Into podcasts, yeah. yeah. So so yeah. we've had so over you know the, the last two months we've been very focused on getting all these podcasts out. Um, and uh, it was kind of interesting, you know, before we put the um, the directory out, I was kind of watching how you know what the consumption of the podcasts were, and and they were pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of folks that that uh, are subscribed uh, we've got it yeah you know, i don't know the exact numbers but they would be interesting to find that more, more people are subscribing as time goes on mm-hmm. so in the last two months we've had seventeen thousand five hundred and twelve listens or downloads 
of the podcast, 17,512. Um, that's, that's a pretty big number. And How many months? Two months. Wow. So Rick, I know that we track the downloads and the subscribers, but if you just listen to it up there, which is often kind of what I have started doing le- I, recently, because I don't want to be subscribed to all these feeds. Um, um, and, but I do listen to a lot of the podcasts. And so I just go up there and do it. Does it count those somewhere? Yes, yes it does. Yeah. Okay, and and I know that because when I set up the guide dog thing, mm-hmm. I kept uh, listening to guide dog podcasts, and it kept, right, and it, so it was showing you, yeah, it kept it kept, <laughs> it, it kept incrementing. So I said, yeah, you know, yeah. this is cool. This is a good way for me to just pump the numbers up. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, you know, and and while all this podcast stuff was going on, we were still putting podcasts out for community. And a whole bunch of other stuff. So I don't have all of the, you know, the the total consumption for that two month period, but it's it's you know even more than this. So um, now one thing we've had a lot of discussion internally about is that there's still a lot of people. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the most commonly asked question is, what is a podcast and how do I get to it? Mm-hmm. And we're going to, you know, one of the things we did in that directory was we put links in there so that people can, without having to know what a podcast is, they can link the things directly and, and find them relatively easily. But we're going to be taking on some efforts to start to, to uh, teach people about podcasts in the various ways to, to access them. One of, the, one of the things that scored very, very high for us uh, this year was acb link oh uh, yes oh excellent excellent mm-hmm. and um you know acb link has the ability to also access podcasts yes it does. and and it's out there by podcast feed so you know part of what i think this directory is doing was really getting people to get better acclimated to what our podcast feeds are mm-hmm. and and if you want to find something on link you go to the podcast feed and then everything's there for you uh, just, you know, tap and then the thing plays. That's great. So, so, well, I'm but, very fond of the business podcast. I will tell you that. And uh, totally amazed by Larry Gassman and how quickly he gets podcasts done. Um, and uh, so thank you so much, Rick. Yeah, uh, like, are you involved with the convention survey this year? Uh, yes. But so I, you're busy collating things and looking at trends. Well, we'll see. I, I, you know, Kelly was putting a lot of the results together. I have a feeling that some of that's going to come my way now. Um, so we'll, we'll, whatever may, you know, we'll see where we are. Well, we'll see where we are. I think by the, uh, by the September board meeting, someone will have pulled all the results together. So. All right. Thank you. Um, so we're almost finished. You guys, I know it's, I think it's late. I don't, I don't have a clock, which is my choice. Um, Katie, um, do you have anything to report for public affairs or is it still kind of being constructed? Um, that committee will probably, well, is definitely going to be um, restructured and I don't even know, I don't, Deb and I have even 
talked about that. So Yeah, so let me yeah. just say just a couple quick things for this. Um, it's public relations, not public affairs. And uh, and that's okay. Um, and um, it's it's kind of one of the few constitutionally required committees. So that's why we have it. Um, K- Katie's role will probably be because it, this has been the case for the public relations for quite a long time. Um, will will be the um, uh, member lead on the uh, steering committee. Um, the public awareness steering committee as we get that reformed. Um, we're still kind of, what I'm doing is kind of dealing with committees that are broken first and then next dealing with committees that have to be uh, reconstituted. We've just started to do some of those a little bit as well. So we're working on those things. So that's where she'll be, but she's an ex officio member uh, to the Board of Publications, which means that she has input and anything just no vote, but she can try to persuade your vote, and um, uh, that's okay. Um, so she's she's a full member of the BOP in this format, um, and she'll be the member lead on 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 that steering committee. Um, Penny will be undoubtedly part of that steering committee as the board as the BOP chair, and and other people will be in various roles as well. Um, how much we do with that while we restaff up? Yeah, we're, like I said, a lot of things are a little bit up in the air, sudden changes of plans. So, um, but, uh, that's the role that she will, that she will be in and that she will work in. So right now, one of the primary pieces will be assisting Penny in, in whatever ways are helpful. Um, thank you. That's great. That's that's great clarification. I think that's mm-hmm. what we all wanted. Uh, does, does anyone have anything additional to talk about at this meeting? Would anyone like to make a motion to adjourn? I'll make it. Oh, they're going to stay all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, motion to adjourn. I'll second that motion. Thank you.